Shit, nigga. Christopher Columbus, y'all just, just the pilgrims. pilgrims. Thanksgiving, do we even got a question? Herman's passed down, I passed the dressing. My attitude is tattooed, that mean it's permanent. So I guess we should address it. Every time I'm I asthma attack it. And the urine, no, 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 no. Trying to get that Kobe number, one over Jordan. You're listening to the real life shit. The real life shit. The real life shit. The real life shit. Hey, 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 it's that real life shit, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Real Life Shit Podcast, hosted by everyone's favorite Nigerian, the His OJ, aka the Anointed One. Go ahead, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. All you gotta do is spell my name right. That's E H I Z O J E. Again, that's E H I Z O J E. And go ahead, follow the podcast too. They got their own handle. That's R L S underscore podcast. Again, that's R L S underscore podcast. And on today's episode, just like every episode, I got a very special guest. Go ahead, tell the people who you is, what you be doing, and why they should follow you. My name is Eze Ganagway. I am a videographer, cinematographer, photographer, director creative director coming out of Southern California. Uh, my Instagram as a photography is EZE photography, uh, visuals by com, And yeah, I make ways by the grace of God. Welcome to the podcast as. Now I've been trying to get you on the podcast since I think since we had first started back when it was like a three person podcast. Yes. I remember the words you told me very very specifically, you said, let me know when y'all reach episode 100. 
I you said yeah. at that episode that's when you were gonna come on and you know at first caught me by surprise I was like episode 100 that not be that might not be for like three four or five years down the line it depends on how frequent we do the podcast but I understand the sentiment now you want to make sure that it's something that was taken seriously right. before you show up before you put your name attached to anything because then people are going to be like oh what happened to that podcast you're on and then you have to explain oh they weren't serious about it they don't do it no more you want to avoid those conversations yeah it happened actually twice oh no well, it's not going to happen with this. I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can do it. When I when do I drop episodes? Whenever the fuck I feel like it. Y'all know it. But I'm going to always do it because I love music. I love talking to people. And I love drinking healthy. And he loves me. He never said it, but he, he loves me. Right? All right, so it's rare to have wow. Eze in front of the lens. <laughs> Is how we started? He's already mastered the craft that goes into being right. behind it. So... Tell the people, how'd you get into cameras, just in general, just cameras? how did it first start? How did I get into cameras? Cameras. Um, my dad used to take a lot of pictures at Nigerian parties. Okay. So, I feel like that played a role. Did you ever have that one, like, Nigerian, Nigerian auntie that would hand you, like, a phone or a tablet and be like, oh, record, and then she'll leave for, like, 30, 40 minutes, and you just left recording the party? That's never happened to me. That's happened to me two or three times. No, it's never happened to me. Um, but I had like a I had a small camera that okay. I started off with in um in high school. Um, that was back when I was a rapper. And uh we made music videos with that camera and took a lot of pictures. And okay. then uh it didn't really get serious until my friend uh Jordan Hayes, he got me a um we had this idea called Mayfair TV. We were recording around our school, yeah. and he had a DSLR Canon and um I was interviewing people and using that camera and then kinda like um that kind of like led to the passion of it. Okay, is that where like the original, I, I know we know it now as like the back to Fullerton's, the back to LA's, back to Long Beach's. Is that really where like those style vlogs started or was that like a more interview style, like straight based? Uh, I would say, yeah, a little bit. I actually, I sent him an old video from about 12 years ago, about two weeks ago. Okay. And he was, uh, he's actually in Spain. He FaceTimed me and he was just like, Oh, like wow, that's so old. And I was just like, I told him at that point, at that point, post the video right here. Um, probably a snippet of it. All right, cool. Um, but yeah, at that point, that was kind of like what started like the whole me like walking around with the camera and just kind of capturing the moment and asking questions. But the whole back and forth to, I don't. It really started. It really started with um, Deborah. was Deborah, Sydney, and then like had a party. It wasn't even a party. It was just by the gastronome. That was the first. When I think about it, actually, I'm tripping. Esther and IJ uh, at the Ark. That was the first back in Fullerton. Shout out Esther and IJ, Nigerians, Nigerians. We can post Gals. that one. I, I, I want to. I want to post that. We gonna post that one right, right there. That's gonna go right here. Yes, that one's classic. All right. So at what point? Because now it looks like we transitioned from high school to college in your story. At what point did it change from? A hobby into a career. Um, I technically changed into a career um, after my my second year. Um, I changed my major from civil engineering to business. Okay. And um, at that point, you know, I was like, I want to do something that uh, I'm good at. And towards the during that winter when I transitioned. 
I changed, uh, I created my website, visualsbyeze.com. And technically that's where it, you know, started to get serious. Um, but I, I still had a job at the time. I was working at a research center. Yeah. Um, but you still had to get your coin. Right, right, right. But there did come a certain point where as I was, you know, progressing in photo and video, I started making more from that compared to like my job. And I was going to actually quit that job, but then, you know, I was convinced to stay by some mentors, which was actually a great idea. And um, ultimately, I wasn't full-time until I graduated, so 2018. Okay. So, now it's been a career. You've been here, you've been there, you've done this, you've done that. You still got a long way to go. Yeah, it's just starting. It's really just starting. So, what would you say so far, what's been your favorite project that you've been blessed to work on so far my favorite project that i've been blessed to work on so far probably rolling loud 2019 okay that was um that was an experience it was so um were you doing like behind the scenes work were you working with a specific artist so um vicky um i don't know her full name but vicky had reached out to me and she needed a videographer uh, to help because she was uh part of a blog called ear melt Okay. Airmelt blog and they were covering I know you're uh, rolling loud and so um, she's also Nigerian so she had I guess she knew me through ABC the African Black Coalition conferences and all the stuff that I was doing there and so she reached out you know we and we made it happen she got me a part of her team and um, it was really a blessing it was my first time being you know really behind the scenes and you know, like in the celebrity trailers and these artist trailers and like being able to you know, have like the, the backstage passes and all that. So it was cool. It was different, but I loved it. Okay. Now, I know you mentioned, obviously, we're mid-20s, so you have a long way to go. It's just, it's just starting. Mm -hmm. What would be like your dream position? Let's say someone walked in today, an angel investor was all like, hey, here's a check. You could put whatever amount you want. All you got to do is write the title of what your job would be. Would it be photographer, videographer, creator? Would it be producer? Would it be director? CEO. CEO of what? My own company. My own photo and video company. Okay. And like how wide ranging would you want that? Would you want that focused on like a single, like would you just be doing weddings? Would you just be doing music videos, grad photos, things um, of that nature? Everything. Everything. And I feel like, you know, my Instagram kind of encapsulates that. Like I don't, of course, my focus and core has been like more like weddings and grad and, you know, things like that and events. But I feel like if God blesses you with the talent and you can use it and be abundant with it, why not? So I'll say everything. I want I want people from all different areas that can capture any type of any type of genre, you know. OK, I feel that. Now, are you working on anything currently that you'd like to promote? Anything specific? Um, that I would like to promote. Dang, uh, I'm working on a bunch of weddings right now. Weddings? And, yeah, I'm working on a bunch of weddings, and outside of that, most of the stuff I can't speak on until it comes out. So, but right. I would say I'm, I am actually I'm editing like three weddings right now. There you go. Check out visualsbyeze.com if you want to see a glimpse of his work for yourself. Other than that, we are going to be posting shit as we talk. You know, over here. So. I got rapid fire for you. Rapid fire. Are you better at photography or videography? It's a balance, actually. It's 50-50. If you could only do one for the rest of your life, would you choose photography or videography? 
That's that's um hey. That one's tough. That one's actually really tough. I'm about to say both. I don't know. Uh, you gotta pick one. I mean, it's a real life shit podcast. It's that real life shit, nigga. You know, technically, videography is just capturing a bunch of frames. It's true. You can it, always grab video, stills. Video is actually photography. You can so in that grab sense, stills from the video. if it's I true. say photography, it actually means photo and video. So I'm gonna say photography because it actually is both. All right, this guy think he's smart. If you could use I mean, only that's, one that's brand. For Canon. the rest of you, Canon? Yes. Uh, favorite camera you use right now? I want this specific camera. Favorite camera that I use right now? And why? 5D, Canon 5D Mark IV. The reason why, it's a powerhouse. The camera is relentless for photo and video. It can be used for anything. I use it during Rolling Loud. I've used it for a majority of the grad shoots. Besides that, with the 5D Mark III. Um, well over 100, well over like... 150 shoots with that camera um i would say that's that would that would be the camera um who's your favorite person you've ever worked with favorite person that i've ever worked with joe barksdale joe barksdale who is that man joe barksdale is a former NFL linebacker. I did a music video for him in uh, 2018. It was so random. Do you and remember what the song was called? It was called. Um, I think it was called like it was. It was like Joanne or Roxanne. It was something like that. I had to look it up, but it's. I mean, it's on YouTube. Um, but the reason why is because after the shoot, you know, they paid me and everything, and he was just like, "Hey, do you travel?" And I was like. Yeah, you know, I travel a little bit. And then uh, he just goes into his garage. He comes back out with a Louis Vuitton duffel bag. Oh, shit. And just gives it to me. He's like, hey, if you don't need this for your travels. And I was like, wow, thank you. Shout out Joe Barksdale. Shout out to Joe Barksdale. Uh, we're going to keep it moving. Most famous person you've ever worked with? Most famous person I've ever worked with? I guess he. I guess he. Mm, that's kind of tough. What do you mean by worked with? Like you were a part of the process in any way, shape, or form. If it's just being a part of the like process. Like you were in the room with I was them. in the room. I'll say Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Mr. Mo Route. Uh, who's one person you haven't worked with yet but want to work with? That I want to work with? Hmm. That's a good question. I know I do this, man. That's a good question. I would say. I would say. Dang. Rihanna. Okay. Riri. I seen she was in the studio the other day. <coughs> Who knows? You might have a chance to do than lady. Alright. A chance to do what? To shoot something with her. Oh, okay. I, I didn't hear what you said. Oh. Sorry. Farthest you've ever traveled for work. Jamaica. Favorite place you've ever traveled for work. But, oh, for work? 
Oh, Jamaica. Would you rather take grad picks or film a, a wedding? A wedding. Would you rather shoot a music video or film promo for a fashion brand? Oh, promo for a fashion brand. Will yeah. the Father's Day mixtape ever make it to Apple Music? It's already on Apple Music. You just got to find it. All right. So before real, real ones know about Father's Day, me and Trey, aka Trevion Richardson, shout out B Trey the Hype. We got to put that over here too. Shout out B Trey the Hype. Maybe um, he'll be on the podcast soon. Who knows? We definitely got to get B Trey the Hype on our podcast. And shout out Hella Healthy too. That's the shirt I'm repping. Hella Healthy CMOS. Make sure you get that every single day. It keeps COVID away. Did they give you that line? Did they feed you that line? No. So you just out here rapping for them? No, I'm just saying, like, that's. I'm a living uh, example of it. I literally take it every day. I drink hella healthy every well, day. They have the CMOS capsules. And, and it takes COVID away. That's, that's, that's what I said, yeah. So. Okay. That was Eze's line. Not hella healthy's line, but that was Eze's. But drink hella healthy. This is not even their drink. This is just a... I don't know why you're showing, showing them this. Oh, I thought... This it, is a drink that I bought for you. This is cold fresh juice. Hella oh, healthy is a CMOS brand. CMOS. And they also sell some other things as well. I knew that. I was just, you know. It's okay. All right. So before we move on, I do have to address the PNB Rock situation. So Rakeem Allen, aka PNB Rock, was murdered during a robbery uh, last week as he was eating lunch with his girlfriend at LA's famous Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. He was 30 years old and leaves behind a daughter. This is just another example of a rapper dying too young in what you can argue has become one of the most dangerous professions in America. Within the past four years, we have seen Mac Miller, Juice World, XXXTentacion, Nipsey Hussle, Draco, King Vaughn, Jada Youngin, Pop Smoke, Young Dolph, and many others be killed by either gun or drug abuse. And I believe it's safe to say that in another four years, there will be minimal change. In the culture that glorifies get or get got, eat or be eaten, kill or be killed mindsets. This is not only how we survive, but how we make a living for ourselves and our family. But when will we decide to break the cycle, to end generational curses, to prop up those who made it out instead of dragging them back in? When will the term product of our environment be used as an example of someone who did better for themselves and their community? Maybe never because that's, this, that's not the system we were born into. The avenues given to us come with potholes and broken streetlights, sirens after pot flies, Stolen bases, the only way you make it home safe at night. And yet they still look down at us from their silver spoons and pedestals. No wonder when one of us climbs up to their heights, we start to confuse them. Not as someone who looks like us, but someone who looks like them. So God bless the dead. And I pray peace finds their family members and those who love them. I know that I can't 
put you in my bed, you leave so confused Cause I fuck you so good, you be all up in your feelings I make you not, then you tell me that you love me As soon as we die, you be throwing shit at me Who's talking? Um, who, who are the people saying that? Uh, it's a good amount of people. So can you can drop like two names so I can know. Uh, people that you know, uh, Tyra Majors. Shout out to Tyra. <laughs> What's your name? Here? Oh, Brittany Abels. Shout out to Brittany. Brittany. Woo. You want to know those names? Are you good? Yeah, let's get down to the nitty gritty. All right, we got Erica Claybrook or Erica Cookman. I don't know which one she goes by, but Erica. Got Brenda Hernandez. Shout out to Brenda. Can, can I press the next one? Sure. Hold on, I actually have to listen to it again. So. <laughs> You're listening to the real life shit. The real life shit. The real oh, life and shit. And Vanessa Gonzalez. Shout out to Vanessa. I like that. All right. <laughs> that explosion is crazy. So, yeah, only one of them has been on the podcast since starting this. So I need to get more of y'all on the podcast. You gotta so. go to Seattle. Get one with Tyra. Seattle. I've been putting off a Seattle trip for a long time. So why? You, uh, things just keep coming up every time I like try. It's only Seattle too. If I plan anything else, any other city. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. I just go, I fly out, I drive out, it doesn't matter. And I end up there. Anytime I try and play in Seattle, something comes up and it's just like, fuck. Dang. Yeah. But eventually, 2023, I'm going to hit Seattle, I'm going to hit DC, I'm going to hit Chicago. So those are the cities that. Chicago's fire. So I've been told. All right. So next, we're going to talk about real shit versus weird shit. It's going to be, this is probably going to be a recurring segment. I really like doing this segment. So I'm going to name something. I only got two on the table today. And you're going to tell me if you think it's real shit or weird shit and why. So the first one, Drake versus Anthony Fantano. So for those of you who don't know, Drake slid in Anthony Fantano's DMs. And if you don't know who Anthony Fantano is, he's uh, the Internet's busiest music nerd. He rates albums on YouTube. He always says, oh, this is a light seven, a heavy eight, a strong nine. But for Drake... Drake never really ever gets high numbers from Anthony Fantano. So Drake ended up sliding in his DMs and said, hey, your existence is a light one. And the one is because you are alive and because you somehow wifed a black girl. I'm feeling a light to decent one on your existence. So Drake sliding into a critic's DMs to talk shit. Is that real shit or weird shit? The light just started shining on me right now. Yeah, man. It's beautiful. And we got this little... It's very weird. Um, It's very strange. 
I think um, I think that I don't, I don't think that was necessary to be honest. No, no, I don't think it was necessary for him to you do that. You don't think people get fed up sometimes? Um, like yeah, we, we, we saw Will Smith slap Chris Rock on stage. People get fed up. Definitely, you can get fed up about something, but um, I don't know. It's just his opinion. And what Drake was just trolling? What if he was just bored one day and was just like, you know, what, I'm gonna fuck with this nigga? Um, you know when oh, you're. Let me not say nigga. He's not a black man. I've been told not to call non-black people nigga. Continue. Um, I just feel like you know when you're a baby, you do baby things, and when you're a child, you do child things. Are you calling Drake and a baby? When you're an adult, you do adult things. And so, when you're at a certain level, especially in in his career, and with what he's done, and what he with and with what he's accomplished, he's the biggest rapper in the game. It shouldn't it shouldn't be something where he needs to to do that. You don't think we all just still need like we all just have some more growing to do? Then Kendrick tells that. I think. I think he just needs to be more humble. So, as a creative, are you not allowed to critique critiquers? You can critique critiquers all you want, but at the end of the day, if you know yourself, what they say, whether it's good or bad, isn't going to matter. Like, the same way that you would react to, like, somebody saying, oh, my gosh, that's so great, versus, oh, my gosh, that's so bad. If you already know it's great, you don't need that affirmation. If you put out a song, you're creative. If you make a song right and you love it, and five people say they hate it. Does that mean the song's not good? I'm, I don't put out well, that but answer, answer the question. Does that mean the song's not good? To me, no. Exactly. Because you know it's good. You made it, right? From my perspective, the song's but still good. the song itself is good. Yeah. No matter what. From Doesn't, their perspective, it, it might not be good. But to my right. perspective, it's good. And anything that you put out creatively that art is always going to be subject for yeah. discussion. So... Not everybody's gonna like it. There's probably there's probably people out there that don't like the stuff I do either. I've heard it. So and some people just hate for no reason. There's this one time it was like after the first music video. No, no, it was the second music video I did because you did the first one and then Kevin did the second one. And then I go to this house party. At the time, I'm not even taking music serious. I'm just like doing it. Like I'm in college. Like I'm just something to do in my spare time. I go to this party. I'm provoked. Someone comes up to me. And goes, hey, I saw that music video you put out. I was like, oh, okay, cool, bro. And he was all like, yeah, that shit was hella generic. Da da, this and that. Like it was just stereotypical hip hop tropes. I was just like, wow. I was like, what are you talking about? He, he just started talking shit on like the first half of the video. Funny thing is, it was a two part video. It was uh, FYGY Productions. And I was just like, oh, so what about all this that we did at the end? And he was just like, oh, what? Oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, what? And it's just like, all right, bro. If if you're gonna, here's my thing. If you're gonna critique something, at least be thorough about it. That's why on this podcast, when we talk about music or if we talk about certain subjects, I try and tell people like what we're gonna talk about beforehand, just so that they could do their own research. Now we didn't really have to do that today, but there's gonna be times where I'm I'm all like, hey, go watch this interview or go watch this episode. I know I I was gonna be like, I want to talk about the Atlanta therapy episode. You haven't watched Atlanta in years. I was just like, all right, there's no point. Oh, but, yeah. You talking about Childish Gambino? Yeah. Oh, no, I haven't watched it. Yeah, there's a therapy episode that's really dope that I wanted to get into. But, yeah, that's why. Have you been to therapy? Uh, no, but I hope to start sometime in the future. 
I don't know what year, 2023, 20, 2024, who knows? I feel you, I was in Debbie for a little bit. Yeah? And yeah. how was it? It was a good experience. Groundbreaking? I, I wouldn't say groundbreaking, I, I wouldn't say groundbreaking, but I feel like it's it's definitely something that's um, that's that's needed, especially as black a man. black community, but especially as black men, I feel like. Would you go back? Oh yeah, I would. I think at the time it was just like expensive, but yeah. It's expensive to try to, to go to therapy with a, a black therapist. Facts. Yeah, but there's free therapy too. Facts. Just finding a black doctor would be tough sometimes. I, I went to the doctor today, and to he was the only doctor in my network that one was black and wasn't doing pedi- pediatrics. Wow. Is what it is. Where What are you at? Where are but speaking of people who might need therapy, Krishan Rock and Blueface, real shit or weird shit, the whole situation, the whole relationship, things that they be doing. I just seen Blueface knocked out Krishan Rock's dad. Why? I had no idea. I didn't know that. Um, you tell me if it's real or weird. I think it's. I think it is a real situation. Um, I just pray that their relationship gets better and that they're able to maybe not be on social media so much about it or not being the media about it and just kind of like actually handle that it seems like they have love for each other but that love the foundation of that love is toxicity and you know nothing can really grow or be built on that so I just you know I pray that they improve and get better and stop all the antics it's hard to speak on whether or not it's love or like an obsession right because we can only see it from the outside looking in right and you see the different tattoos you got yeah I mean like be love Love or lust, um, I mean, only they know, only God knows, so. Would you ever get a tattoo of, like, your no. significant other? What about I wouldn't a, get a tattoo in general. What about their... I wouldn't um, get a tattoo in general. Why not? I don't like tattoos. Why? Okay, why don't you? I just feel like it's unnecessary. But, um, like, I'm not hating on people who have tattoos, you know, do whatever you want. Personally, but I'm saying for me, I like my body just clean. Okay. Okay. So there's nothing permanent you would get. Piercings? You got piercings? No, no piercings, no tattoos. Nipple piercings, not for you. Is that what you want? No, I'm asking you. No, I'm I'm good. Okay, okay. But you looked at me when you said it. Yeah, because I'm talking to you. That's true. Yeah. You guys told me I don't be looking at people when I talk to them, so I'm trying to. But that's the first time really looking me in my eyes when you said that one. I'm trying to be better. I like that. I'm trying to learn. When people tell you that you're doing wrong or you're making them, you know, feel a certain type of way, you do better. People told me, hey, why don't you look at people when you talk to them? I'm looking at you guys now. What's up? Who's the baby girl that you were speaking to and I like that? I cannot put her name on this podcast But speaking of Putting The woman in your life In songs and music Texas native Toby Nwigwe Has spent the last two years Going viral for his Stunning visuals on social media Nothing short of art Toby has found The best way to spread his sound Is visually In the age of fast fashion Quick trends 24 hour stories Short attention spans And TikTok He's found a way to make A long lasting impression but how mm-hmm. does his sound come across on its own without visual accompaniment? Before we talk about it, let's dive into it a little bit. Yes, sir. 
keep a chopper for the opposition, but I don't know. I keep on telling folk I'm about whatever dog on my mama. I'm prepared to die. you touch any one of my bullets, come out your spine. Other than that, I keep it peaceful. I won't leave you in pieces if I got the peace. I'm just trying to push a piece of the profit towards my partners, poorly policing the streets. That's pushing B, keep it G. I see more clips than push a T. Believe if you put a couple grams from the end of my dogs out the trenches, they'll show you how to push some keys. No, Alicia, I don't need a feature. It's that real life shit, nigga. Alright, so we got Toby and Nuigwe moments. What'd you think about when you first listened to it? Um, I think the album is great. I think that, um, you know, it's full of, it's jam-packed with features, which is great. And I think it's great for Toby, especially in the position that he's in right now when it comes to, um, when it comes to his music and like just the music game. I would say that, I would say that, um, I prefer Toby just by himself on the songs like I wish there were just more songs with just him because he could rap and he had a very powerful voice and sometimes his sometimes some of the features on here weren't that great in my opinion that was one of my like biggest takeaways from the project one of the things that took away from the music in total was especially I don't want to be disrespectful towards his wife there are some songs where it's extremely powerful. Her coming in, you know, coming in with the same delivery as him and whatnot. And then there's other times where it's like, okay, this is kind of coming off as, I don't want to say corny, but come off more like a gimmick because you could tell that he wrote the verse, but he wrote it from like how he would rap it. And like from his perspective, just um, from like her point of view, I guess you could say, but it was really like, his truths coming out in the bars like you could hear it and a lot of times but if you're ghostwriting for someone you need to like do it from their perspective it has to be something that they would say something that they live you feel me and it just sounded like the female version of him which i'm not really trying to hear as a feature because it just sounds like you featuring you yeah i feel like um well to, to speak on fat his wife um i, I would say with this album, I feel like she's greatly improved as far as her voice and how she raps compared to some of the past work. Like, their most popular song, in my opinion, was, like, Fi Fi. Like, yeah, when I first fun. heard it, I thought it was great, I but I didn't really like how her first started good and then, like, the way it was going, I didn't really like it initially. It kind of grew on me over time. I like the crib version better, but I would say, I, I would say that with this new album... I, I can I can see that. Um, I feel like she's improved though, as far as like how she raps and you know whatever's going on with with the who if there's somebody's writing for who or whatever. But yeah, I think it's I don't know. Like I said, I prefer Toby. Just more songs with just him because I'm like he's really talented. Yeah, I don't and, know um, if I was feeling the CeeLo Green track. Oh my gosh, yes, please. That was that yeah. was the worst feature on on the album. So, do you have a favorite song on the project? I do have a favorite song. What is the, favorite the first song, song around here is Just Toby.
I like the fact that he was spitting The beat was crazy And it was just him That's what I loved about the song The energy It it was a great way to start an album It's always good to start an album with Straight fire And then the beat switch up too Amazing Yeah, my favorite song on this project I know you said you didn't like how there's so many features My favorite song actually has to be Happens don't, don't to be a song it. With a lot of features Lord forgive me Featuring Pharrell Williams, Earth Gang, and Fat. Okay. But I think Pharrell did his thing. My second favorite that, that was, one, that one was That one was, was solid. That was solid. It's that real life shit, nigga. Lord forgive me, I was doing that dirt. Lord forgive me, I put a hole in his shirt. Lord forgive me, he was on the wrong turf. Lord forgive me, had the pistol in church. Lord forgive me, been cursed this turf. Lord forgive me, trying to figure my worth. Trying to do better, can't get no worse. What I done wrong, I yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I feel like Pharrell did his thing on that. Just like that hook right there, just sat perfectly. And I feel like every verse was just right length where I feel like a lot of other songs verses went on a little bit too long. This one was really solid. So. How'd you feel about um, Damian Lillard's verse? So his verse was pretty chill. Um, I only listened to it like two or three times and then I watched the music video. Um, it was interesting, you know, talking about legacy, you know. Last episode, we talked a lot about legacy, but he was talking about, you know, leaving legacy for his kid, whether it was, you know, how he went about it, mm -hmm. you know, talking about his seed and whatnot. But either way, I like, I like Damon as a rapper. I really like the Chameleon's verse. Yeah. yeah. His feature was really good, too. Yeah, Ben Broke. Mm-hmm. I like, okay, so I like Ben Broke as a music video. When I listened to it just as a song, I wasn't really fucking with it. I did like a millionaire's part though. But as a song, I was just like, I don't know. I feel about like this. two chains could have gave a little bit more. Yeah, you know, two chains keep a sixteen on them. It's hit or miss whether or not two chains is gonna give you a good sixteen or like, what the fuck was that sixteen? But the way the way Toby um, I don't know if you saw the interview, but the way Toby explained it in the interview it was like one of those things where it's like he sent it to two chains, and there was no response, and twenty four hours later, like two chains just sent the verse. So I feel like there was probably not really leeway to like. I always wondered that too. Like sometimes with like big names rapping, but they, like if you send a verse out, if you send your instrumental out after yeah. you're on it, and they send you a verse back, and let's say it's not necessarily that great, do you say no to somebody who's like at this height? I think it depends on the type of song it is. Cause all right, so I can only speak from my perspective. If I put out a song, right, or if I send out a song where I'm rapping heavy, like bars, like barring niggas up. I send it to another lyrical rapper Let's say like J. Cole And J. Cole sends me back some bullshit Guess what I'm putting that shit out Wanna know why Hey yo I just smoked J. Cole on this song Now If I'm putting out like something creative Something like song wise And you know I go ahead I have a verse I kinda You know The beat's going crazy But I can't really figure out the hook Right And I send it to Let's say Drake 
and Drake sends me back some bullshit, because it's Drake, I'm putting that shit out because the streams are gonna be crazy. But let's say I sent it to Janae Aiko, and Janae Aiko gives me some bullshit, singing off key or something, putting niggas to sleep. I don't know. You're not gonna put it out for no. Janae Aiko? No. Name another artist. I'll tell you if I put it out or not. If they gave me some bullshit, Lauren Hill. That's tough, but nah. Keek the Sneak? Nah. E-40? Hell no. Nah. Too Short? I'm, I'm not even a big fan of E-40. You saying Too Short gave me a bullshit verse? Uh-huh. No, no, bro. Give me, give me something I can put out. Because um, if they make the song worse, then there's no point in putting it out. Push a T. Because then you're just going to become a meme. What about Push a T? Push a T gave me a bullshit verse? Uh-huh. And it's like a song song or like we rapping. You guys are rapping. Oh, then I'm putting it out because I I just smoked Pusha T on the verse. So it's just all about the name. It's about the name and the type of song I'm putting out. But you wouldn't want to like, you know, just send it back and like try to push them to give their best work if it's not good. If that's an option, yeah. But a lot of times that might not be an option. Dang. So you would actually try to you tr- you try to get pushed back first. You try to give like your own. Yeah, of course. You want to get your money's worth. True, true. Right? I'm like, if he spent fifty fifty thousand dollars on a verse from Drake and he, and it's like, he's rapping his ABCs. You're gonna put it out and say you smoke Drake on a song. I'm anything Drake touches. I'm putting out. <laughs> like if I could put featuring Drake on there, I'm putting it out. Cause so, that's because that's automatically gonna be my most streamed song. People are going to go to it, and then they're going to find my other music. This is an honest question. Yeah. If you... What, what would you say is your biggest song that you've done so far? Hoodie Season. So if you had Hoodie Season, right? Yeah. And you sent it to Drake, and, and, and you paid him, too. Okay. And he sent you back a verse, and all he was doing was a verse was burping and farting. Be honest. Would you put it out? Could you say anything he touches... Are you, are, you, are you still putting it out? Oh, a song with Drake burping and farting on it will be out of here, bro. I'd be out of here, bro. Y'all wouldn't hear or see me for months, bro. <laughs> I mean, like, I'd be gone. Like, remember when Kanye put out that one song? Poopity scoop. Yeah. Poop. That shit was everywhere, bro. What are you, what are you talking just, about? But it wasn't like a feature. It was just yay. But imagine that, but attached to someone. Like attached to some. Like imagine that Kanye track attached to someone you've never heard of before. You're it gonna be like, who? It, would, it wouldn't have came out. It didn't come out. It's never been done before. But you, you give me a hypothetical. You, yeah, you saying, you saying in my I, hypothetical. Oh, okay, that, your hypothetical. Yeah, that shit's coming out. Cause guess what? The streams on all my other songs are tripling, quadrupling, which is why it's good to have other. Song. Some people just put out one song. They focus on that one song. They they get the plays up for that one song. People flock to it, and then they never double back because they're all like, "Oh, this person doesn't have any other music." It's good to have other music that you could stand on and be like, "Nah, you might have been on that song, which ended up just being bullshit, some mm-hmm. fluke, some social media meme shit." Look at Doja Cat. The moment that Moo blew up, everyone started going through her discography, and I was already listening to Doja Cat up to that point. I was just like, when I listened to Moo, I was just like. What's she doing? But that shit blew up. And everyone started tapping into her shit. And it was all like, oh, wait, nah. This person's a real fucking artist. And then you moved to where she, where she like, near her. Like, you, you literally moved to that same area she was from. Let's not talk about, you know, geography, locations, you know? Well, I'm not, it's so general. It is general, but I mean. Topanga. 
It's really general. All right, and then now he's playing. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> names, <laughs> names on I, it. That's used to. I mean, do you have a song you would delete from what the album? Yeah, which album? Moments. Oh yes, I wrote it down. The song I would delete is Catfish Blackened. Oh, the CeeLo Green track. Yes. I'm not even going to play it, be honest. Um, specifically song, for that reason. I think Toby's verse was, was solid, um, but I don't. I feel like CeeLo Green. CeeLo's another one of those people who just hit or miss. Just in music in general, not even just on He should have sang, sang on it. He's a singer. And it was just like, I well, felt like. He started off as a rapper. Yeah, but can you name a CeeLo Green rap song? What, Goody Mob? Okay, you must be a CeeLo Green fan. No, I'm not. That that that's the name of his rap group when from oh, Atlanta. I, can you name a song? Cause all I know is is crazy. Well, he he rapped on the Outcast song. Um, you need to get up, get out, and do something. I think he's a better singer than a rapper. But yeah, speaking of crazy, I was actually about to shout out to when he was Narles Barkley. Oh know. yeah, why did he, yeah Narles Barkley? It's, it's fire. I used to sing this shit all the fucking time, bro. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. How do you feel about uh, Just a Thought? I love that song too. But it's kind of a, it's kind of a, um, what's the word? Was it the last one? No, no, no! It's it's older. It's it's Norris Barkley. Yeah. Oh, Norris Barkley. I, yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, I would have to hear it. You never heard that song? Uh, let's listen to it. We're on a Norris Barkley little segue. Did it come up? It does not. Oh wow. Norris Barkley. Yeah, should be there. Yeah. I don't know who he was working with. Hold on. I'm going to Google this right now. The song's kind of dark, but, you know, it's real. Very dark. Danger Mouse. Oh, okay. No wonder. <laughs> okay, because I play with Danger Mouse. I didn't know this whole time that it was him and Danger Mouse. That's hella funny. I kind of do All right. But back to Toby and Weegwe moments. The song I would delete is Big Cap featuring Fat. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I didn't like it all around. I didn't like the concept. I didn't like what they were saying. Yeah. I respect that. What would you give this out to? The album? Yep. Give it a strong six out of ten. Strong six? Okay. A strong six out of ten. I give it a five out of ten. Okay. All right. But moving on, we have Rema. Yes, sir. The 22-year-old upstart out of Benin, Nigeria, Sheesh. has been on a slow climb of the robust music industry that seems to be continuously pumping out great artists year after year. With the noticeable influence from WizKid, Rema attacks his latest project, showing off his ear for sounds and melodies that his audience will gravitate to. He's come a long way in a short period of time from his first hit, Dumebi, where he admittedly made up words for the catchy hook, to now collaborating with the likes of AJ Tracy, Six Lack, and Chris Brown. He's shown he's more than able to hold his own and keep the attention of listeners over a full-length project. But before we go any further, 
And Drake. Drake's on this project? He's not on the project, but he has to collab with Drake, too. Oh, okay. I'm talking about this project, man. Oh, okay. Niggas love interrupting my speeches, bro. You gonna fight me? I might, bro. All right, before we go any further, let's dive into a little bit. This project. When I first heard this project, I thought, um, amazing vibes. Just vibes. Alright, so this project did give a lot of vibes. I first listened to it like I was cleaning my backyard. I was like, this is that shit. Like honestly, it's you could play this is one of those projects that you could play whether you outside, whether you inside, whether you're in a car driving. If you just wanna have like a good state of mind, this is the project to put on. If you with your girl, put this project on. Maybe not if you with the homies. But if you by yourself. I play with the homies. Depends what song. Like all the songs. I probably wouldn't let it play all the way through with the homies, but yeah. Are you playing it right now or with your it's homie? It's for the podcast. I'm with a whole but bunch I'm saying of you're with your homie right now. I'm with you're a whole bunch of people. But you're playing this. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, your homies. Your homies are watching this too. There's women. There's more women that watch this than men. Whether there's women or men yeah. that watch it. You, why, are you, why are you trying to make it weird? I'm not making it weird. I'm just saying. You um, said you wouldn't play it with your homies. I'm your homie. You're playing it. And now it's whispering in my ear. I don't really get what you're throwing at me. What's your favorite song on the project? Runaway. Easy. Runaway is a very beautiful love song by Rema. It's really funny you chose this. Um, you'll find out why. Like Rema's talking about how 
you know, he's in love with this girl. And the fact that he's not like that well off, like he's not rich like these other guys. He doesn't, he can't shower her with gifts. He can't do all these things, but all he has is his love to give her. And that's honestly and truly like what it's all about. And I was like, wow, like that's real. It's like the material things, the yachts, the boats, the rings, all that stuff doesn't matter because at the end of the day, love is the foundation. God is love. It's true. It's true. Love is the foundation and you're very lucky as a person if you if you find someone who loves you just as much as you love them. I right? wish you loved me more just as much as I love you. I be like about to go into like a good little... You can still go. I'm just... I don't know. You, you threw me off, man. You threw me off. I don't remember what you said, <laughs> what bro. What do you mean? But yeah, um... You actually, you actually made me love. change my mind about this this song. I actually bumped my rating up just now too. Well, we'll get to it. So my favorite song was yeah, my favorite song was "Fresh Young Nigga" featuring AJ Tracy. And shout out to Nani She was in this music video The same person that was in the Kemley's music video This is one of those songs I would play around the homies. Like this, I'll put this shit on. You were at the the pool party I had, even though you were one of the main collaborators of the pool party. I don't know what happened, but I don't know what happened with your love for me. But I would play this song in situations like that, barbecuing, chilling with. I played this song all while we were in coast. Costa Rica, yeah, this yeah. is the song. This is the vibe. I put so many people on this song. Yeah, this shit, this shit hard. I even used it for the Costa Rica recap video. I don't know if you saw it. I'll drop it tonight. Okay. I was gonna say I don't, I don't think you posted the Costa Rica um, recap video, but have hype for it. Yes, sir. Uh, do you have a song you would delete from the project? This was the hardest one to figure out. Yeah, I'm actually regretting um, my choice right now. Was your, was your choice? I'm, I'm going to stick to it. Was your choice Runaway? I'm not going to tell you my choice till it's time, bro. Okay. Am I am I able to like just pick between two or do I have to actually you pick, pick one? one? You can mention it in a second so, one if you want. So, it was between Addicted or Dirty. Okay. And I'm going to just say Addicted. I'll take that off. Okay. Why Addicted? Um, It's the only song out of all the songs that kind of like it's way different from the vibe that's going on. Kind of, I like the fact that it is different, but yeah, it just it doesn't necessarily fit. It's like, yeah, it just doesn't fit. I feel that. 
I had a tough time picking a song to delete as well. I usually do for like projects like this. I don't know why it was so easy for the Toby project. I had like three or four options. But for this one, it was really tough. What was it? I ended up going with Runaway. Wow. Just because it, it's- You've never been in love. Don't, don't say that. Don't put that on wax. I have been in love. It's only been once, but she knows who she is. I mean, I know, okay, let me not say that. I'm not, let me not say you haven't been in love. I know you've been in love, but I guess. What are you, what are you trying to say? No, no, no. I, I know, I know, I know you've been in love. Don't walk it back now. Stand on it. I'm, st- I'm standing on it. It's that real life shit, nigga. Ten toes down. All right. I gave you permission <laughs> once, bro. And I, and I, I, I gave you permission once. To and touch it you. worked. So, I will say this. Um, that you you have been in love, but um, I don't know if you've experienced love for a long time. Outside of like family, that's an unconditional. What would love. you consider a long time? More than three years. And can you put a time frame over on the feelings that you have for a certain person? Of course not. Then why does it matter how long you felt it for? Because does the impact change? Oh yeah, it does. Because but, because love isn't always about the positives. Yeah, it's about the negatives too. Right, but but, o- but over time and over time, let me finish. Over time, you have a lot more positives than negatives versus in a shorter span of time. Somebody who loves for one week is different. Is different from somebody who loves for twenty years. I know people who were in relationships for like two, three years uh-huh. in love with that person. They fall out, whatever. They end up meeting someone else. And if you let them tell it, they'll say the love that they have for that new person is even deeper than the love that they had for the one that they were in a long-term relationship for. So I don't really think it really matters like how long you're in love for. It matters like the quality of the love. I think it also matters what the definition of love is. Because what's your definition of love? Man, this you're the third person to ask me about the definition of love. I'm going to slide that Imani video right here. I'm going to let myself tell you what I think love is. You can't just tell me. I don't know what video you're talking about. You'll see in the edit. Can you just tell me off wax? Like in a short version, like a sentence? I said it so well. On that episode though I can't really remember The exact words Okay No worries No worries Actually Want me to look it up I'll No look. no you saw, you saw, you saw. It's cool We got time No 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 no, no, no. It, it's gonna be I wanna edited. get into the nitty gritty It's gonna be edited So I'll, I'll tell you So I'll I'm not allowed to test this Because my Me hitting that explosion thing Was right on point It was It was You did a good job But Here I I'll used go- to DJ Can we talk about that How I used to DJ in college Later if you want but this is what I'll do. I'm going to play what I think love is, right? Oh, it wasn't even the Imani video. It was a uh, Kofila. All right. And then you could comment. How to describe love, what would you say? Like, gun to your head, bro. What is love to you? Love is different for every person you fall in love with. So you're not going to love every person the same. Your first love is never gonna feel like your second. Yes, but if your you, no I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm okay, getting there. Your second love is never feeling like your third. Mm-hmm. And your third, first, second, 
ain't gonna feel like your last love. Because hopefully that last love is what lasts forever. Mm-hmm. Right? It's that real life so shit, nigga. The only thing I know is when I get excited to see names pop up on my phone. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. When I look forward to seeing people in person. Mm-hmm. I have love for that person. That doesn't mean I'm in love, but I have love for that person. Mm-hmm. And I know that possibly in the future, real feelings might develop. Look, we in here. I'm confused. It's that real you, life you, shit, nigga. First of all, you 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 hyping yourself up with all these extra sounds. You didn't even answer the question. I don't I know why. The, you, I don't I know why. You, let me finish. I don't know why you use that as, as an example. You did not example. even answer the question. You literally skidded around it. Said your first love, but not like your second love. Your third love, but not like your first love. You didn't, Facts, you, that wasn't even a definition. That was not a definition at all. I don't know why I could feel it. Let you get away with that. You didn't even answer the question at all. Everyone on TikTok will let me get away with it. Apparently. No, but you didn't answer the question. Okay, wh- how do you even define love? You can't define love. There's no definition for it, bro. The way you experience, why did you just? The the, you why did you just say? Though, how did you just say that when she asked you? Because that was like the third time she asked me. She kept following up, so I finally gave her something. But, but you, you just gave her nonsense. The the way you experience love is gonna be a lot different than the way I experience love. Yeah, you duh. So, but what's, there, I'm talking about no, the definition. There's no standard definition. What's your definition? That was the question. What's your definition of love? And you said your first love is not going to be like your second love. Your third love is not going to be like your first love. So how is that a definition? Listen, all I know is, all I know is when it comes to love, I know it when I feel it. All I know is that when your name pops pops up on my phone, I get excited. That's cool for you, bro. So I'm happy. Is it vice versa? When my name pops up on your phone. Listen, Do you I get excited. Yes or I can, no? I can only de- describe love in such. You're not answering a question. I don't like. I don't like when I ask you questions because and you just pretend like I didn't ask you a question. I feel like it's not even like weird or anything. It's just a real question. If I were to define love, I could only describe you, the you, love that I felt for that person that I was with. You still didn't answer my question, right? Please, his or so. If that's the case, I wait till you're done. I feel like. Even if I described it, you might not understand where I was coming from. That's true. In that situation. That's true. And if she described her love, it might be a totally different answer. Facts. To the answer I give. Facts. So what the fuck is the definition when it comes to love? That's a way. I wish you would have said that. Now, can you answer my question? Okay. When my name pops up on your phone, do you get excited? It's just yes or no. Do you have a rating for this project? No. Out of 10. I'm not gonna answer any more questions until you answer that question. No, I guess the podcast is over. You really can't answer that question. You can't just say no. Look, listen. Why is that such a hard question for you? What rating would you give this out to? Why is that such a hard question it's for you not to hard answer? Question. We're we're on a time basis. I, I, we I keep, know we that. We gotta keep moving. And if you answer the question, we we'll keep, keep moving. moving. We it's just yes or no. I don't get excited at all. I'm numb to everything. Okay, so you don't get excited. I'm numb when to I everything. text you. I'm numb to everything, including me. I'm numb to everything. And your family. 26 years old, numb to everything. So everybody. Numb to everything. Including myself. What would you give this project out to? Zero. With a one in the front. Say it. I'm numb to everything. All right, Rema, you were t- hey, haven't you worked with Rema just in case he sees this video? Man. I just said 10 out of 10. All right, there we go. I would give it a 9 out of 10. I bumped it up from an 8. I really regret Technically, choosing... Well, actually, no, strong 9 out of 10. Strong 9 out of 10. I really regret choosing Runaway as my song to delete. I don't know. Hearing it just now, it sounds a lot different in the headphones than it does in the car. You feel me? This might be one of those songs that you just got to put, like, high volume 
everyone I like get immersed into. I think based so, off the right. last answer you gave about if I get excited on your phone, that's why you didn't like that song. I feel like your heart is cold right now. And it's cold in this house. It's been my heart been cold for a minute, man. A lot of bullshit been happening in life. But it's why okay. is your heart so cold to me though? But it's just numb, bro. I ain't I don't want people to get offended. People always get offended because I don't like reciprocate the energy they give them. It's just not in me. Maybe one of these days I'm, I'll meet someone that brings it out of me again. But for now, you know, I'm just I'm just here surviving day by day. You, you ever me? tell your homies like that you love them? Nah, I don't use the word love um, passingly. What do you mean by passingly? What does that mean? I mean, I I don't even like say it to like family members and shit. I get you. So you don't say it to your homies. I don't say it to anyone. Do you say it to yourself? No. Do you love yourself? Interesting question. Hold that thought. We got one more project to get to. Joey motherfucking badass after a five-year hiatus has returned with 2000. A follow-up to his 1999 mixtape that brought him critical acclaim at the age of 17. Nearly a decade later, several acting roles and a few albums under his belt, Joey shows us what maturing under the limelight looks like when you do it right. Accompanied by co-signs from New York legends Diddy and Nas, Joey returns to, to his boom bap roots to remind y'all lyrically he's still one of the best while at the same time showing his creative evolution. Before we dig any further, what are we going to do? Listen to the song? Yes, we're going to listen. You know, eventually y'all going to know. Spell us without trust. Put the lust aside of some things we gotta discuss. So close your legs for a bit, baby. Let's open up. Close mouths, don't get fed. Finish your lunch. Your panties in a bunch. Tell me where you've been at these last couple months. You say you want me back, so baby, don't front. It's like I never know too much, but just enough. It's that real life shit, nigga. Uh, what do you think when you first heard the project? We can talk until the sun up. Definitely gave those 2000 vibes. In what way? In what way? The beat, beat style, uh, the beat composition. You know, it, it was just so nice. It started off that way. I don't think it ended that way, but it started off with those 2000 vibes. It was cool. Yeah, I was really excited for this project. I was a little nervous going into it, you know, especially with him calling it 2000, you know, 1999. At least for me personally, had such a big, big impact because he's our age, right? So when he dropped 1999, we're seniors in high school. Right, so I'm here, and at the time I was like, I would rap for fun, I would freestyle with the homies, I'd write some like brains and shit. It wasn't until I became a senior in college that I really started like taking music a little bit more serious. So I'm here at 17 listening to this dude, same age as me, putting out a classic project, right? And so obviously that sticks with you. And now a decade later, he returns and he's like, yo, this is the follow up. And I was just like, damn, I really hope this shit doesn't disappoint. And it didn't. 
And that's the hardest thing to do as an artist, to go in with such high expectations and be able to live up to those expectations. And I really, I truly believe this is one of the best rap projects of the year. I'll put that up with like the West Side Boogie project, the Kendrick project. Anything, anything you would say like rap project, I'll put that up with it. So he's a big influence on you, huh? Uh, I wouldn't say he's a big influence on me, but definitely one of my favorite like music projects of all time is definitely 1999. And I listened to it. Um, Camille listened to it. She was like, "Oh, EJ must really like this. It sounds like your stuff." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I just like you know. Smooth shit. I like smooth shit, you know. So that's fast. Do you have a favorite song on the project? I do. My favorite song is Cruise Control. Multiple favorite songs. It's that real life shit, nigga. Dirty man by age 30, motivated to reach my goals. Trust me, I ain't worried about weak minded bitches and hoes. These low life niggas who ain't got no self control. Been feeling hungry and they just ain't feeding my soul. I had to let go of a lot of people that I really don't but did for me, which is in my way. Holding on the fact of what we used to be back in the day. Niggas ain't gonna meet me halfway, I ain't feeling away. Had to cut the dead weight just so I can elevate and levitate. Now let me set the record straight. I buy this song. You hear what he's saying? I do. Enough. I mean, that, it speaks. It speaks for itself. The lyrics. It just, just that first, just the first bars he, he was saying. I wish it resonates with you. You got a song right there. Can you put you on the lyric part real quick. Yeah. Oh dang! Because if you scroll up, it's gonna change the song, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I just pull up over here. I pull up over here. Um. I'll stop it. I don't know. All right. So he said 30 million by age 30. Motivated to reach my goals. Trust me, I ain't worried about weak-minded bitches and hoes. These low-life niggas who ain't got no self-control. Stop me when it's the spot that you want me to. Been feeling hungry and they just ain't feeding uh, my I soul. Know, I know. There's a specific part. Can I read it? Yeah. So when he says, I had to cut the dead weight just so I can elevate and levitate. Now let me set the record straight. Every day I meditate because I'm the, I'm the one they love to hate. Focus on the bigger picture, trying to find a better way. I feel like that version itself, especially right now in this period in time of my life, resonates heavy, especially the had to cut the dead weight. I've realized that, um, you know, not everybody can make it, you know, when it comes to just elevating with you and, and pushing you and, and, and going to that next level. Um, it's just a part of the process and people, you know, people are there for certain times and you grow and you learn, you know, with different people. So I feel like that's, that's a big life lesson that I feel like when you're 20, when you're in your twenties, you definitely learn because it's just like, you might have certain people that stay with you and there's some people that don't. That's why a lot of times once people elevate, that circle is pretty small because not everybody can elevate with you. Yeah, you can't take everyone with you. I'm of the mindset. See, I'm a very like Oops. I'm a very inclusive person. So the only people I wouldn't take with me are people that like would drag me down, you feel me? 
or if you weren't there, like when I was grinding, like if you, let's say you thought I was a dead weight and you dipped off and then I'm up and all of a sudden you come back around like, oh, and it's like, nah, nah. But what uh, Drake said? I don't you know. wasn't with me shooting in the gym? That was, that was one of the worst lines he ever said. It, was, it aged what? it aged so badly. It was one of the most iconic lines ever. What, what are you What are you talking about right now? Read the whole line, and and ask your followers how 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 poorly that that you wasn't with me before shooting that. in what the did he gym. Say before I'm not that. talking about the verse. I'm talking about that line. That line has lived forever, and it will. He live said forever. Kobe's about to lose 150 M's. We're not talking about the verse, bro. We're talking about the line. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym, and then it follows up with. Uh, expletive, uh, expletive You wasn't let me shoot in the gym Talking about Kobe's wife You support that? I, I support the statement You wasn't with me shooting in the gym But you know what he's talking about I know what You support the statement and the context You could So the thing about lyrics If you don't put the context Into your own life Now you preaching I'm, I'm, be, I'm, be, I'm being serious I'm being serious though Because why do you relate to, Why do you relate to music Because you You hear something And it makes you think about something That you Like resonate with Right I get what so, you mean So if I hear a line that says You wasn't with me Shooting in the gym And I'm here busting my ass Doing the to Working my 9 to 5 I'm going to the gym in the mornings I'm working out after the gym I'm fucking working on music Like sitting in traffic I'm fucking doing this podcast Solo Like rolling through And if I happen to blow up And someone wants to come up to me Being like Oh like When, when are you gonna let me on the pod Or This and that And at the same time It's like concerning someone That I had reached out to Be on the pod beforehand Before it blew up mm-hmm. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym, right? That's facts. Like, like you had your opportunity. That's facts. Right? I've been and, with you in the gym, though. I, we've shot in the gym. Yeah, that's facts. LA Fitness. So I use the podcast as just an example. I don't think this is ever blow up, but there have been certain times where someone kind of like would dismiss like an idea I had or- You said, you know, wait, you said you don't think this is going to blow up? I'm not saying I don't think it will blow up. I can't remember the exact words I just used. I'm just talking right now. But, you know, there's so many podcasts. Just like I'm, I'm at the stage of music where I'm such a good artist that I, I don't care if it blows up or not. I'm just going to put out quality content. I feel you. So with the podcast, Consistency. with the podcast, the aim can't be to blow up because then, you know, it becomes insincere. The things you do start being insincere. You start looking for the cloud. You start looking for the quick rise. I just want to put out quality content. Mm, right? I love so, that. I respect I, I, that. I forgot where I was going, but y'all, y'all understand. You're a beautiful hand, man. Let me see. Nah, man. I'm not even messing. Bro, bro, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not touching you. Don't I just said, let me, me see. Bro. Can I just see? You have really nice hands. EJ's homophobic. Let's just put, let's just put it out. <laughs> Let's just say it straight. Come on, man. Let's just say it straight. EJ, trying to get me canceled. EJ, on the oh wait, bro. wait, wait. Before we do that, you can cut that out. You're not homophobic. I know that. I don't know that. But like you said, we're gonna get back to my question, so I'll make sure to write it down. Wait, wait, later. Let's get oh, through. We gotta, we gotta get through this project, bro. Uh, are we, 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 did, we gotta get through. We this. Did get through it. No, no, we didn't. Oh, yeah, you right, you right, you right. All right. So my favorite song, Brand New 911, featuring Westside Gun. I have so many things to say about that.
I think this was one of my favorite things about the project. You have Joey Badass, who's been on the scene for a minute, and then you have Westside Gun, who's been underground for who knows how long, and he's suddenly become mainstream in the last couple of years. And you have them joining. You got Brooklyn, you got Buffalo, New York, coming together on the track, and the shit's fucking perfect. Westside Gun, probably my favorite artist out of Griselda. He said that he doesn't even consider himself a rapper, which is funny because I think he's the best artist out of the, out of the whole group. He, he sees himself more on like the fashion side, the creative side. So, yeah, brand new 911. Um, I, I think this song is great. I don't like all the, I don't like the ad-libs. I think it's overkill. I don't really actually like Westside Gun as a rapper. First time I heard him was on Donda. He's just alright to me. I could definitely hear you on this type of beat though. It's that real life shit, nigga. Stop block now. All right, what song would you delete? That one. Brand new 911. No, I'm joking. I'll delete. I'll delete. Uh, welcome back. That's Easy. the same song I would delete too. I would. Uh, hey. Yeah, we here um, with you. We're on the same page. Yeah, here's the thing. It's not even that it's a bad song. I guess it's just not the song I want to hear from Joey. It sounds like a radio song to me. Yeah, I mean, but if you do this song, I wouldn't even be mad at it. It sounds so generic to me. It sounds like I've heard this a million times. That's why I didn't even get Chris Brown on the feature. Shout out to Capella Gregor. All right, what would you give this project out of 10? 2,000? Yep. I already know what you would give it. I don't think um, you know, but well, you said it's the best of this year, so I mean, it has to be high. It's probably should, above eight. Should should be considered. I'll give it a strong. I'll give it a strong. I'll I'll definitely give it a, a strong eight to a light nine. Okay, yeah, I'm giving it a nine. So shout out to Joey Badass. 2000. Is it that one song that doesn't make it a ten? Um, I would I would play that song. That's the thing. Um, it was between because I didn't really like that song. I didn't really like Cruise Control. Those are the two songs Dang, that were. You didn't like the song that I loved. I didn't. I didn't like the hook on Cruise Control. That Dang. that that seemed a little too um mainstream for me. Um, but other than that, everything all the way through here, fucking solid. Bringing the stars, I guess. Loki could go too, but yeah, no, nah, good fucking good fucking album. Good job, Joey. Good music. All right, so 
we talked about a lot of music. I don't even do three project episodes anymore, but as it was making this very difficult for me, so I had to make I'm some. And, and this I, got, and, I had to make some. And this you know, gonna get more difficult. I had to make and some concessions. And this gonna get more difficult. But at so this gonna be the biggest one. Time, this gonna be the biggest episode. This is this gonna be the biggest episode. You say that Akemi just said on Instagram that he was the guest and of I the love year. It. Hey, and shout out to Akemi. Shout out to Akemi. Shout out to Akemi. Shout out to Akemi. He's the biggest man, and his is gonna be a big episode too. FYGY Productions. All right. So this is the point of the episode where I let the guests or guest ask me questions. Oh, bring up topics man. that bring up topics I'm that you ready. want to talk about. Just so you know, we I'm are on ready. the middle time constraint. So I'm putting 20 minutes on the clock. I'm Anything ready. past 20 minutes, we gotta shut down. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, Siri, set a timer for 20 minutes, please. Can I set the thing, please? Sure. Yes, sir. 20 minutes. I'm ready. I'm ready. If you ever wanted to ask His OJ the real questions, are you one of the real, the nitty gritty? This is now officially. It's that real life shit, nigga. Now, this is officially back in Fullerton. Actually, no, back in Anaheim part. 5,652 Bang I'm assuming you're gonna want this footage to cut up yourself too Of course not Oh okay I'm gonna just steal it from you I mean So first question It is OJ Yeah That is my I name I want you to look at me in the eyes for this Everyone's one Everyone's favorite Nigerian What's up bro? Do you love yourself? Do I love myself? Yeah I tolerate myself Can you elaborate please? I can't elaborate the reason why you can't? Yes. Can you, can you give me some type of explanation as to why you can't or why you don't want to talk about it? No, on the podcast. On the podcast? Nope. Okay. It's cool. We got more questions. So, uh, EJ. Yeah. Are you a demon slayer? Am I a demon slayer? What does that mean? Like, like are, you are you talking a, about like, uh, are you a like if a female would consider herself a demon, like was on demon time? Not necessarily. I don't know what demon time is, but I'm just saying, are you a demon slayer? Do I, do I slay my own demons? I attempt to. I attempt to slay my own demons. And you help you help other people do it as well? You um, help you, you, you like go into houses and help people fight demons? Wait, what are you talking about? I, I was considering in like... The, in the song on your album, Fix, yeah. you said you can help people fight demons. Yes. Those are your lines. Yes. Right. Yes. So now, are you a demon slayer? So when I say fight demons, I feel like... A lot of times we're plagued by certain things or vices or things in just things in our life that like bring us down and and you know fuck up our pH balance of neutrality. Now I'm just bullshitting words out, but I would like to say that people have entered my life and have left it better off than when they came in. How many demons have you fought? Can't even put a number on it to be honest. I, f- I feel like every day there's a new demon like attacking me. What's your so, vice? What's my vice? Yeah. For sure, alcohol. For sure, women. I would, I would say those two. Would, would you consider those? Ones. Would you consider those demons in your life? Uh, no. I would say those are the, the ones. Those my vices distract me from my demons. So, yeah. so um. You recently you got an award back in 2018. I did MVP of of APAC. Shout out to APAC. Mm, no. So you said in your song acceptance speech that you got the you got an award. What was the award for? Man, 
I haven't even thought of that song in so long. Yeah, but you, you, you said it. You said you got the award for flyest. You, you, want you, don't, me, you don't have to look you, it up. You don't have to you look it up. You want me to quote my own lyrics, Yeah, yeah, you said you got the award for flyest. I can't even remember where I wrote okay, yesterday, this would be a multiple, multiple choice, multiple choice. So, A, Bird. Okay. B, Gangster. C, those. Crocodile. Not or D, Negro. Oh, probably Negro. So, you got the award for flyest. Nigga. Are you the flyest? Nigga. Um, I can be when I want to be. But a lot of times, as you guys can see, I'm... I've definitely transitioned into someone who just bums it all the time. I just like being comfortable. But you said you went from G Chops to Hermes. Hermes I've yeah. never seen you wear a Hermes watch. What what's that about? Uh so that was on a project called um Dreamscape. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of the project was me trying to speak things into fruition. You know, like you dream to escape. So when I said I, I go I went from G Shocks to Hermes, at the same time, I've never worn a G Shock either, but it was, I'm trying to envision a life for myself. I'm trying to say, okay, if my life right now is G-Shocks, representative of G-Shocks, I want to get to the point where my life would be representative of Hermes. Well, it's been like four years, so where's the Hermes at? I feel like I've been doing pretty well for myself, actually. Where's the Hermes? Well, what is the Hermes? No, where, what, where is it? No, because what I just said is the Hermes would be representative of where I'm at in my life, right? Uh-huh. So, oh, so the metaphor. Yeah, you never actually owned a G Shock or a Hermes watch. I just said that. You never actually owned that. No. Wow. Why'd you say that in your song? Because things are supposed to be metaphorical. I I like to. Are these Negroes still holding you back? Yes, I actually just wrote another song as a callback to that. Or did you, said, you only listen? You to, said that to, they won't. To, you said that they won't hold you back. But they're attempting to. So are you held back or not? They're attempting to. Have you been held back before? Yes. So uh, how were you the same year in college if you were held back? I've never been held back in school. You just said you were held back, though. I was held back in life, yeah. By what? I actually started school early. How what? Old, well, when did you start school? Uh, when I was, I don't know. I'm a year younger than everyone else. That's all I know. So you're all through high school. 20 what? I'm 26. 26? Yeah. And that, you're going to be turning 27? Yes, at the end of the year. Graduated 2013 from high school. So technically you're younger than me. Yes But like a month Yes I appreciate that mm-hmm. You appreciate me? I appreciate everyone that brings uh, positivity to my life I appreciate that, definitely um, I have a few more Rapid Fire You know how we do Hizzo J, the biggest artist in the game Not yet, so, hopefully soon come um, Maybe after my next project Who resuscitated you? Like, who, who resuscitated you? What are you talking about? You said you were, you were dead already, but clearly you're alive now. So I'm saying, who resuscitated you? Again, another metaphor. Um, one of my favorite songs, by the way. I think Westside Boogie rapped over the same sample. But um, he did. Yeah, uh, just a metaphor um, of where I was mentally at the time. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't aspiring for anything. I was really like down in the dumps. Who took you know? your wings? Life Life be clipping my wings sometimes I be thinking I'm about to fly off Take off somewhere and then life be hitting Did you ever take a Red Bull To see if you can get your wings back A Red Bull? Yeah did you ever think like maybe that's the solution Like I have drank a Red Bull before But when you were trying to get your wings back You said in the song like Did you ever think maybe I should just get a Red Bull 
I have drank a Red Bull before. One one of my favorite drinks. I hope we drink this at your birthday weekend. Um, Jaeger bombs. You said you're not drinking alcohol during my birthday weekend. I said if I don't hit two fifty five on bench press, I'm not drinking for the rest of the year. So one but thing, one thing about me to go back to the whole like demon slaying thing is like this. You told me your vice, right? Yeah. As your friend, okay. It would be crazy of me to then, you know, give you that advice. A true friend doesn't allow their friend to continue down the pathway of destruction. Oh, it's okay. Wait, you let don't me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Give me the advice. Let I'm, me finish. I'm gonna bring let the advice let, with me. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. They try to elevate that friend into a better version of themselves. If you're still deal- how often if you're do you still, think I drink, bro? If you're still dealing <laughs> wait, with... Wait, how often do you think I, I drink? I'm going to get to that. Right, I'm going to get right. to that. If you're still dealing with the same vices that you were a year ago and you're glorifying it, is it a vice or is it a choice? You tell me. Well, I think you're confusing vice with addictions. Well, I'm asking you because you said it's your vice. What's your what's your definition of vice? Then? Oh, vice can be a choice, 100. percent So when it comes to that, when it comes to like alcohol, that, that's why you have the term vice of choice. Right. So you choose to drink alcohol. Yeah, when I want. Why? Because I I like drinking. But why? Do you like drinking for the taste or for how it makes you feel? Do you need to drink in public situations? I do dabble in mixed drinks. I make some really good mixed drinks. Um, when it comes to feel. Um, I guess it, it does make me a little bit more outgoing, depending on where I'm at. Um, a lot of times people, when I'm sober, I'll be having a great time, but it doesn't look like I'm having a great time. People be like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? They never got asked that when I'm drinking. So there's that. So, so you feel like it makes you more like lively? Uh, a little bit. I'm a very laid back person. Very nonchalant. Would you, nonchalant would you be able to not drink for the rest of the year? Oh, yeah. I've gone, wait, there's three more months in the year. I've gone longer than that. Three months? Yeah. Could you, yeah, could, you do, could you do a whole year? Probably, yeah. Birthday, birthday? Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Will I? Fuck no. It's that real life shit, nigga. I feel like that defeated the whole purpose of our conversation. If you just, if you're just going to dismiss it like that, I was, I was having a serious conversation with you. I'm having a serious conversation too. You turned it into a joke and, and started hitting the buttons. I did, I did hit the buttons. I feel like that's kind of disrespectful. I'm really trying to help you. Wait, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm trying to help me. I'm really, try, I'm really trying like to help you. Really it's not an intervention. I'm just trying to help you. Well, I feel like alcohol is not an issue for me. I didn't like, say it was an issue for you. What are you trying to help me with? If you saw me driving on the wrong side of the road, would you let me keep driving? I'm so confused right now. Would you let me keep driving if you saw me driving on the opposite end of the road? I'll be like, yo, you about to die. You're not, you're not answering the question, EJ. I need you to answer the question. So I, I, I did. I did. I, that would was, you let me keep driving, yes or no? I'll, no. The answer was no. You would, that, inter, that, you would intervene? That the answer was alluded to. I, I intervened by saying, hey, yo, you about to die. What if I kept going? I'm like, why he ain't listening to me? So you wouldn't try to actually go physically intervene. You would just say something from a distance. You, you're in a car. Right. Driving. So let's say, side of the road. Yeah, let's say you feel the power to go over there and get me out of the car before something bad happens. Yeah, of course. So you would intervene? Yeah. Okay. So what's wrong with that? What's wrong with what? 
What's wrong with that? You intervening. Nothing wrong with me intervening. We're going to go to the next topic. In his OJ. I'm so confused. What is, what is, um, um what's your favorite food? How come you ain't ask me any questions from my recent music? Why'd you ask questions from like four years ago? Because I feel like it, it matters and it's actually really relevant to today. My favorite food, I got a top five. So my favorite foods, we got sushi, no specific order. Sushi, Mexican food, burgers, pizza, and then the fifth, jollof rice and plantain. If you never had jollof rice and plantain, do something with your life because you're fucking up. Who's your, um, out of all the feature verses that you've had, who's been your favorite feature verse on Ooh. all of your projects? I don't have a specific person. I've like everyone. Give me that, your top three. Everyone that hops on. So I, I won't say people, I'll say verses, right? I, I want to know people. I'll, I'm going to say verses. Because so, there, there are specific verses where I'm just like, yo, like nigga went crazy. You don't know I'm, any off the top of your head? I do know them off the top of my head. It must not been that crazy. I, I do know them off the top of my head, but I won't play them. So. Let's see. Can you tell me? Yeah, so the first one, shout out to Q. It's his birthday today, September 19th. You went crazy on this one. So now y'all gotta deal with listening to features because it's that good. I've been hurting, fuck. Still don't know who I am. Think I'm running out of my luck. Quick sand swimming, feeling stuck. Looking for my game to lift me up. Suckers left me out here to dry. Got what they need to use me up. I proceeded to not give a fuck. Vegan in the stew and now I'm up. Broken on this pack, this loud as fuck. Started to the town, we acting up. Had to take it over, pack it up. Money on the shelves, racking up. I remember when I wanted accurate. Maybe my dreams wasn't fast enough. Before we get to that, cause I don't want to go through all the features. I know I'm on limited time, so I want to make sure I have enough time for my questions. You sure? You said I had limited time earlier. Yeah. You don't know how many questions I have. I don't know if I have limited time or if I have a lot of abundance of time. I just really love that verse. That that's my that favorite verse is feature. Fire. That's my favorite feature verse of all time. So Quentin, shout out to Q. Shout out to OC Matt. Hey, Phoenix no, Go. formerly known as OC Matt Indigo Baby. He revamped Oh everything. yes. If you are going to do one more, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely play, um, um, what's it called? Um, Don't worry about wow, you. Now I can't find it. Oh, can't complain. Yes. Take that money to the grave, nigga. I ain't with grooms and grave, nigga. And then one more, L Cross. Shout out to the homie L. She went crazy on He looking good on me, loving when he put it on me. I must confess, she looking good on me. The way we be stepping on this, get my shit wet. Alright, you wrote that verse, didn't you? I did write that verse, but she performed. Uh, let me really not well. say that. But she performed it really well. So. His OJ. God fearing, pain knowing. Yes. So when you say God fearing, pain knowing too, I just decided yesterday, coming out next year. So when you say God fearing, where where do you where do you stand right now? Like, what's your relationship with God like? Well, you should always fear God. First off, it's in the Bible. 
Second off, my my standing with God is pretty good. Talk with him pretty often. Explain it. Like, what's your relationship with God like? I'm not saying like what your standing is, but I don't know what your standing is with God. Okay, but. my relationship with God is pretty good. Talk talk to him pretty often. Can you you want to elaborate? Uh, how? In what just, way? Just like what's like? Do you, do you? What what do you do? You practice? Do you pray often? Like, what's your? Do you, what do you have a routine? Yeah, I talk to him. Like what? What I'm saying, like, what's that like? Or is, is this something that you don't want to talk about? I mean, we can't. I thought I answered the question, but yeah, I, I talked to him. It was very kind of. I I didn't really get much out of it. My fault. Well, and then you're all like, "Well, do you pray often?" I mean, praying and talking, you know, synonymous with each other. Um, That's a little different. Well, you call it praying, I call it talking. You know, conversation. Same difference. Yeah, exactly. Semantics. But um, I don't know what semantics means. Um. It's like when two things are essentially the same, just different words. Um, but yeah. Like cat and mouse? Mm, no. Like me saying, oh, this is pronounced potato. And you said, oh, no, that's pronounced potato. Semantics, bro. Why so we- praying and talking are the same thing to you? Um, yeah. So if you went and, and you were doing a class project mm-hmm. in front of your class, would you be praying no. to them? No. You'd be talking to them. Mm-hmm. So how are they the same? So are you saying that... I feel like you confuse yourself. No, I'm not. I'm not confusing myself. Are you saying that the way you describe one situation has to be the same way it's described no matter what situation you're in? I didn't say any of those things. Well, that's what you're alluding to. I didn't allude to anything. I said exactly what I said. You just didn't answer it. No, I did answer I said I'm talking to them. What's your favorite Bible verse? Proverbs 27.3. Gitev, what is that? Sand is heavy, and sand is heavy, and stone is weighty, but fool's wrath outweighs them both. Say it again. Sorry. Sand is heavy. See now you got me like second. It's okay. You can you can look at stone is heavy. You can look at sand is weighty, but fool's wrath outweighs them both. Something along those lines. What does that mean to you? It means that you know when you like let anger control you. That's when, you know. It essentially means to always be in control. Never let anger dictate your emotions or your actions because that's when you lose yourself. Do you feel like you let anger dictate your emotions and I your feel actions? Like we all have. No, I'm talking about you. I know, and I answered your question by also saying you I feel like it to everybody else. I'm, yeah, I know. DJ, we're here. Fine. We're here right yeah, now. I'm, I, yeah, know, I feel like I know. you're letting it dictate it right now. No, no, no. You got. I'm it. trying to talk to you. I'm Listen, not talk, I don't care about nobody else. This is a podcast, bro. I have to. I have to. Come on. But come the people on. name you. Nah, nah. Stick with we me. We wouldn't know about you. Nah, that's not how podcasts work. You got. They but got, you said I can ask you. Actually, I can ask you questions, right? Yeah, but you gotta be cool with my answers, bro. <laughs> like you didn't answer it. I did. I did. I'm. I'm pushing the conversation forward. Okay. You what is it down. your answer? My answer is yes, I have, and so has everyone else. I think we've all been in situations where, you know, I'm, I'm sure everyone could relate, where you might be in a situation and you might not have reacted the way you wanted to. Right. Can you give an example for you? Uh, no. No examples at all no. that you can think of? Why would I put my own uh, negativity in past um, on wax like that. There's one so thing I people I, come up. There's, so, there's so, one somebody, thing. Oh, somebody watching. Hold on, hold on. Somebody watching this. Let me let me say. Let me say. Somebody watching this really come up from your. This is actually really important. This is actually really important. Um, there's something I actually tell myself pretty often. It's to not let other people, you know, hold your past mistakes to you because we all grow. 
we all we're not our worst versions of ourselves right nice. so once you get past that moment you don't have to relive it you know there might be people in your life that try and make you rehash things and things of that nature once you find that positivity and that peace it's very important that you stick to that positivity and peace and not fall back into any negative negative space that you might um might have already escaped from do you feel like you know? i was trying to rehash something that was negative in your no, life no but i felt like that was the perfect moment to you know, put that on wax. You don't feel like if you gave an example, you could help somebody out there who's watching your podcast and might have be going through what you're, what you've been through, and see a way out. Uh, possible. But Do you have any testimony? Uh, not for the podcast today, no. I feel like I just feel like you know you've, you have a lot of stories and you you've been through a lot, and I feel like it would be good for you. Oh, it would be good if you could at least share like one thing to like one of your viewers. I feel like. There's like this box around you and it's like you're not gonna let people in no matter what. But I mean if you don't I get it. I it's do your, have a lot of stories, your, but your they podcast. got they gotta naturally come up. I'm not just gonna like dig through my head and be like, Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I'm, that's I'm a not, good one. I'm not telling you, you to, know, I'm not telling you to dig. I'm, I'm twenty I'm twenty six years old. I've been through a lot. I know, I said that's why I asked very specific so, questions. I mean, your your question was has there ever been a moment where you let your anger like dictate you? Yeah, you I could, used to be. A, I used to be a very angry individual. I can be hella situations. So right, that's something you have an abundance of situations that you could have chose from. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not trying to dig through and, and choose one. But if, if so, you do if feel I'm like at, I was trying but, to rehash. But if I'm ever in conversation with someone and they bring up like a like an actual like specific example and that I could relate to, um, then yeah, that's usually when I like share stories. Can I bring but, up a specific example? That sure. you experience? Sure. Are you sure? Sure, yeah. That's gonna be okay? Yeah, sure. What you got? I feel like right now. I'm actually not mad right now. I'm not saying you're mad. I'm also not letting my emotions dictate. I feel like in a way you kinda are because you asked me an abundance of questions and I I answered all your questions and I gave examples and I feel like I was pretty thorough. And all the questions I've asked you, it's been very like two, two, like words or two sentences. And I, I, just, I, I just, I just wanted more, and I understand you're not going to give me more, and I can't expect that from you right now. And there's I nothing wrong with you, that. I ask you questions about your art and your creative processes, right? And the things you, ex I would have loved you to ask me questions about like what I'm currently, you know, working on musically and shit True, like that. But I, you chose not to do that. That's all that matters. So this is the point of the podcast where we play past the ox. So uh, <laughs> all I need you to do. What? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why you laughing. I'm laughing because of the song. Okay. Yeah, I, I listened to it. I was um interesting. So um, go ahead, tell the people. It's, actually, it's nine out of ten, according to Andy Fantano. Go ahead, tell the people. It's a uh, down of the add on by Chico Ayobi. It's a song I like to listen to when I edit.
Oh, this is uh, Down in the Aran by Chico Iopi. Cool. And then this one, new drop by Indigo Baby Montclair High on all streaming platforms. Make sure you go get that. We talked about a lot We went through a lot Listened to a lot of music You asked questions I asked questions But at the end of the day We kept it real so Go ahead and remind the people Who you is Yep So my name is Eze Ganagwe I'm a photographer Videographer here In Southern California You can find all my socials Right here And um Yep Follow me on Instagram. It's uh, Eze Photography, ECE Photography, uh, TikTok, Visuals by Eze, um, Pinterest, Facebook, Tumblr, LinkedIn, everything. Thank God. And y'all know me, Pizoj. All you gotta do is spell my name right. That's E H I Z O J E. Again, that's E H I Z O J E. And you know what we do at the end of every episode? We toast a little bit. So keep Little it real All the time And all the time Keep it real Yerk You're listening to The Real Life Shit The Real Life Shit The Real Life Shit The Real Life Shit Podcast Hey, hey, hey This that Real Life Shit, nigga